Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? I am just recording this on Sunday evening and my goodness, I don't know about you, but my hay fever is horrendous tonight, so forgive me if I get a bit snuffly. I've been watching Oscar play cricket up in the fields above Home Firth and I think the pollen must have been incredibly high today. I don't think the stormy conditions help either, but um, yeah, I'm snuffling and itching away, but uh, really looking forward to chatting to you today about one of my favourite topics actually and it's something I've been meaning to talk about on the podcast and I was actually asked specifically to present on this last week at a uh, business away day and that's all around the topic of visual impact. Now Often people talk about personal branding and they think it is how you dress and how you dress and how you show up and your image is absolutely a key, key part of your personal brand. But on its own, it is not personal branding. I just need to remind you of this. Your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. It's people's experience of you and how you show up, how you dress will be one of those first impressions. When we're looking at first impressions, we've talked about this before, we use all our senses and in person, our visual impact, so our um, sense of sight is one of the first areas that we start to decide, do I want this person in my world? Are they going to be somebody that I want to work with? Are they somebody who I am going to trust with my clients? Are they somebody who I would like on my team? So these are all things, judges, uh, judgments that we make in those first few seconds on how people dress. Now, I can tell already there will be people out there saying, yes, Deborah, but we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And the truth is that it's it is what we are hardwired to do. This is how our brains work. We make so many decisions, micro decisions within a day that we have to have shortcuts within our brain to help us get through the day. And we have filters, our RAS, our RAS, our reticular activating system that allow us to filter very quickly and make decisions subconsciously, not consciously always. And what we, how we respond to how people look and dress are part of this area of our filter and decision making by our brain. Now, you may decide that people shouldn't judge you for what you wear. People shouldn't judge you for the way you show up. And that is absolutely fine. That is up to you. 
What I would always say to people, though, is consider the impact that your visual impact will make and consider how people will respond. When we've talked before about personal branding and the key part of it is perception. It isn't what you think you communicate. It is how your message is received. And therefore, if the person that you are trying to impress, the person that you are trying to influence, the person you are trying to impact, the person that you are trying to win over and win their business, if they are somebody who is impacted by how somebody shows up visually, then you will put yourself in a far better position to succeed and will perform better if you dress in a certain way. There is so much psychology and research to back this up. Now, there are a couple of challenges here and there are two areas I just want to look at. So there is the area around appropriateness for our job and is it appropriate for business? How should I dress? Which I'll look at first. And then secondly, which actually I believe is far more important or just as important, is something called enclosed cognition, which is the impact that how we dress has on our performance. So we'll come back to that in a second. But just looking at appropriateness. So this is something that up till really since lockdown, I didn't, I used to touch on. And it's interesting because it's always a topic that everybody has a an opinion on. And quite rightly, because we all get dressed in the morning, we all have to make a decision about clothes, whether it's not to dress in a certain way, or it is to use clothes as a tool and part of our personal brand um, out, outer impression. So, um, you can't not make a decision about what you are dressing. We all get dressed and we all hear about people like Barack Obama who famously decided that he would cut down on the decisions he would make. So he had a number of mid-blue, navy blue suits and white shirts and that's what he wore. That became his uniform. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has famously um, worn his hoodies uh, sometimes perhaps in them not the most appropriate areas but as people will say to me well how come he can get away with it maybe in court or when he's on stage but he's already had his success he's already made it um you know, maybe he is in a position that he can make those decisions. I would still say in court, though, perhaps he should be thinking about the impact he makes and the audience and the impression he is trying to have on that 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 audience in that situation. There are always people that will be an anomaly. There are always people like Chris Evans who always used to uh, famously turn up at black tie dinners in his T-shirt and his jeans. People like Richard Branson and um, who, you know, was notoriously untidy at times. And then you have people like um, Steve Jobs who always wore the same jeans and black roll neck because that became part of his brand and his image. But again, that was like Barack Obama. It was a decision that it was one less decision for him to have to make. It wasn't a distraction for him 
or his audience. So what can we do about this? Well, this goes back to what I've talked about many times. It's about knowing what you want to communicate. So what is your brand? What is your brand message? What do you want to communicate to those around you? Are you somebody who wants to be seen? You want, you might be a coach that wants to earn and charge the highest fees for your services well if that is the case then you need to show up as an aspirational person that looks like they are worth that type of fee and can command that type of fee so whatever that looks like in your mind if you are somebody who wants to be approachable I remember many years ago I worked with a woman who worked for the NSPCC and she went into schools talking to young children about the work of the NSPCC and I remember her saying to me can you help me Deborah because I want to look a credible and I want to look like a figure of authority but I also want to look approachable and to share my message I need to be able to get down on the level of the children often sitting on the floor with them or sitting on those small chairs in the infant schools and getting down on their levels so I can't have anything restrictive, I can't have anything low cut but I want to perhaps be colourful so I, I look appealing to the children and I feel good in what I'm wearing so nothing detracts from my message. It's the same when you watch newsreaders. You'll notice that most newsreaders don't wear, uh, female newsreaders this is, don't wear dangly earrings because you would be distracted from the message that they are trying to communicate. There are many um, examples of how red lipstick or a red tie will draw attention to you if you are presenting and you want watch uh, politicians they will often wear a red tie because it draws attention to them and brings the attention high up to the face and the same with why women wear lipstick makeup is another uh, topic that often comes up around appearance I remember somebody getting really quite upset with me um, when I suggested in a workshop environment that it is good to wear a small amount of makeup because it can make you look more professional, more polished and there are plenty of studies to show that women who wear makeup earn more money and are perceived as more credible. This isn't my work, this is the research that is out there. Now of course this is a personal choice and the whole point around managing your image is making the decision of how you want to come across. What do you want to portray? I was talking um, in, in this presentation last week and I was asking them what they felt words, what words would people use when we were talking about their business brand and somebody used the word wow and so if you are working for an organisation that makes people go, wow, you need to dress and represent that organisation in a way that makes people go, wow. Or if not, there will be a certain disconnect. You will not be um, 
congruent with that brand. So you need to dress in a way that people may think, yeah, they fit with that wow brand. It might even be that they go wow when they see you, whatever that means to you. This is all incredibly subjective, but it's just being aware of the impact your clothes and how you dress will have on other people. I have a wonderful list of deal breakers and they are things that I've asked people over the years that what would put you off from a physical, uh, visual impact point of view on a first in, from a first impression. So what would be a deal breaker for you? And the list is endless, but it's things like um, scruffy shoes, dirty shoes, um, unironed clothes, frayed clothes, clothes that are too big, clothes that are too tight, too much makeup, no makeup, dirty fingernails, trying to remember what else there is, greasy hair, um, somebody who looks very tired and unshaven. Um, there are so many things, novelty ties. And these aren't things that I've come up with. These are p members of the audience over the years that have said, this is something that I have a real problem with. Now, it may be that every now and again, one of those things has happened to you. And you've probably thought, oh, well, it's only a one off. But if that happened in an interview situation or in a situation where you were trying to make an impact and it may not matter to you, but it matters to them, chances are you will not achieve what you want to achieve in that situation. We talk about don't judge a book by its cover and you would always hope that people will hang around and find out more about you and your work. But as we know, this is a fast paced world out there, which is incredibly competitive. And some people might not have the time to hang around and give you that second go. The other thing when, if you may remember on the podcast, when we talked about first impressions, if you get it wrong in your first impression, so maybe you didn't have time to iron your shirt that morning, or maybe you did slop some of your egg yolk down your tie or your shirt or whatever it may be, and that was your first impression, then people go out and their brain will look for evidence to back up that first impression. So it takes eight or nine or ten further interactions to write that wrong first impression. So we need to get it right from day one. Now, the other side of all this is enclosed cognition. And this is the impact that what you wear can have on how you perform. And I find this fascinating. And we've all been in that situation where we put on a great suit, we put on a great dress, we put on a pair of heels, put on some red lipstick and we feel like we can take on the world. Now I often joke that I would rather stand and in front of a, a large audience and there aren't many things that phase me in front of a large audience these days but I would not want to stand in front of even a small audience without my makeup on and my heels because they are my 
Um, I was going to say my armour. Armour puts a disconnect between me and the audience, so that isn't what I'm talking about, but they are the tools that I use as the outward expression of my personal brand, and they give me confidence. That's what I step into when I wear those clothes. Now, that's just personal to me, and you will have your own version of that. But there is so much research around enclosed cognition. And this is the um, concept that what we wear will impact on our brain. So it will tell us cognitively how we feel. It will make us feel more confident. It will make us take more risks and we will perform better. And one of the biggest studies on this was um, done in the States and they took a group of people and they dressed them in white lab coats and they told half of the group that they were wearing doctor's lab coats and they told the second half of the group that they were wearing painters overalls and they sent them out to do tests and the tests and the results showed that those that believed that they were wearing a doctor's lab coat performed better now there's more to this study and you can look it up online i'm just giving you the top line results here but what this tells us is that by wearing something that we feel good in that gives us that confidence we will perform better so why not add this to your arsenal why not add this to your toolbox in another way to help you stand out and feel good and I just want to mention the standing out bit as well because you know if you I'd, I'd love to challenge you this week to up your game when it comes to what you are going to wear because we have to get dressed we have no choice so what are you going to wear that makes you feel good that helps you stand and show up in true confidence but also will attract attention you've all we've all had that situation when somebody says oh have you got an interview this afternoon or where are you off to you know, life is too short, you know, wear the dress, wear the great shoes, wear the great suit and enjoy wearing it. And life's a bit of a catwalk really, isn't it? We have to get out there and get dressed. So why not use it as something else within our personal brand um, tools, as I said, to be remembered in our audience's eyes so it may be that you have something quirky it may be you have a color that's associated with your brand that you like to wear it may be that you are known for a good friend of mine Paul Dodd who is behind my brand um, was always known as the flowery shirts guy and whenever anybody saw a flowery shirt they always thought of Paul and that lodged him as a front of mind person in their brain how else can you stand out um, many years ago when I was media manager at Old Trafford Cricket Ground I used to get invited every year to the Cricket Writers Dinner in London and this used to be a fabulous event at the Landmark Hotel and there would be 500 people at this black tie dinner and there would be awards and a fabulous speaker and it really was an incredible event and there would be 500 people there and 10 of us 
would be women. The rest would be either cricketers, players or media or broadcasters. And of course, because it was black tie, they would all be in their black dinner jackets and suits. And we always used to, the, the, the few of us, the handful of women, we all used to wear something that would stand out. We didn't wear the little black dress. I can remember going in a bright fuchsia pink dress one year. And um, I can remember uh, the same year, Sybil Roscoe, some of you may remember Sybil Roscoe, the, the broadcaster, she had a bright red dress on. And it was something that we all agreed to do that so we could spot each other in the room, but it allowed us to stand out in this sea of black. So there are lots of opportunities for us to use colour. So many colours will lift our spirits, will suit us better. That is a different topic altogether, but black will drain so many of us, especially if we are feeling tired, whereas um, a beautiful red, Virgin deliberately choose that colour of red for uniforms because it is a colour that is universally flattering to most skin types, skin tones. So wear a true red, a great colour of red. Choose what colours and you will, you know, it, it, it's um, incredibly powerful to have your colours done and I'll come on to that in a minute. But you will know what your wow colours are. You will know that top that you put on, that dress that you put on, that t-shirt that you wear, that sweater that makes you come alive, that you get all those compliments, that your eyes just shine. And those are the colours to wear for those occasions when we really want to make an impact. And and just on that, um, I'd just love to share um, my next retreat is the impact retreat is coming up on the 4th and 5th of October this year at the absolutely stunning Devonshire Arms on the Bolton Abbey Estate. It's it's two days working in a very small group of women. I'm sorry, it is women only and um, maximum of six women. And it is group coaching with some great guest speakers and we stay in the top rooms at the Devonshire Arms. I have reserved the their executive rooms that really are special. And during the two days, it's an opportunity to step back and look at yourself, look at your career, look at your business, your goals, and what you want to achieve, and how to look and look at what your values are really drill down and find out what your personal brand message is and then how to communicate that how to build on that be more visible with more confidence and a part of this is your visual impact which comes courtesy of the wonderful Jackie Crawford, a great uh, pal of mine that supports me on the Impact Retreat. And Jackie is an image consultant and stylist. And she spends an hour on the second day working with my guests, looking at their colours, looking at how our visible impact can have such a powerful 
impact on our confidence but also on our performance and there was a wonderful moment a couple of years ago or last year actually when there was one of the ladies who was reluctant to get involved when Jackie started to bring her scarves out and drape them around people's um next to see what colours suited them best and we persuaded this this lady to get involved and Jackie draped this teal blue scarf under her chin and it is a moment I will never ever forget. There was a gasp in the room as this woman saw herself and it was as if she was seeing herself for the first time power of the colour underneath her chin how her eyes just lit up and her skin tone just changed and her beautiful hair that was vibrant anyway just stood out and as I say I was moved to tears because I could see the emotional impact it had on this guest and we all felt something really special in the room just by adding this one piece of colour. So our visual impact is incredibly powerful, whether it is on other people and those that we are working with, those that we are impacting on, but also it's such an incredibly powerful tool for us to use to show up at our best. So go on then, I dare you, put on those heels, put on the red lipstick, put on your greatest suit, put on that fabulous dress that you never feel it's the right time to wear it and wear it, you know, standing 10 feet tall with your shoulders back and get out there and feel good about yourself because you know what, there's no saving things for best. Each day we should be celebrating, getting out there and showing up as our best self. So have a super week and I will see you on the next episode. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.